0: So welcome to The Keys to Miami. I'm here with Fahim.
1: Awesome, thank you. Happy to be here.
0: And we're gonna talk about Breathe Life Tribe. Okay. And let's start with that. Go ahead and just intro your...
1: So Breathe Life Tribe is an impact that has many tentacles. Um, About 17 years ago, I went on this journey to become a healer and mover. Uh, I went to different forms of expression, right? So a strength coach, corrective exercise specialist celebrity trainer and then yoga instructor and a couple years ago I went through a moment in my life that called on a lot of personal healing. I had lost two of my sisters who I were really connected to and both of those sisters um, inspired me to look at not only the impact but the reach of my impact. So Breathe Life became the movement, the nutrition aspect but then the mindfulness aspect became much more of a a leading driving force for me. It was through meditation and through life coaching that I was able to kind of pull myself out of the dark depths that I had fallen, um, as we all do when we go through certain things in life that challenge what we think we know. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, after going through that transition and finding my way out and healing, I think a true hero is someone that finds his way to heal himself but then use the information to heal, heal other people. So two years ago, I committed Breathe Life to being a mass meditation movement here in Miami. And what we do is we host events um at just different beautiful venues around the city and we host quiet clubs and mass meditations and mass meditations is an opportunity for our community to come together not just to meditate but to commune get together with live music food so it's an entire experience that um, creates a beautiful space for us to be able to hold safe place for each other to be able to connect around the ideas of a lot of the conversations and a lot of things that we're wrestling with as individuals I think the biggest mistake that we make as a society is that we believe that a lot of the healing, our journey, is a a very lonely journey. It has to be that way. But I think it's in our collective unity that we do some of our most profound healing. So Breathe Life is more of just a meditation. It's an opportunity for us to be able to heal and connect and and do it mindfully.
0: Yeah, and you were saying that like 125, 150 people showed up the very first time, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was... You know, it was a very emotional moment for me, um, coming off the hills of those two losses for me and, and and really feeling inspired. I had made a commitment to both of them that I would do it. So to call the community to come together um, with the idea of med- meditation and coming together in solidarity, um, you know, you can kind of create something for a void that you feel like you need in your life, but you're never really sure how people are going to respond until you create the space. And Miami showed up in a beautiful way um to have 115 people show up in coconut grove off the water it was a very emotional moment you know it because it solidified a few things one that i was walking in closer alignment with my purpose but two the work that you feel is necessary is needed it's also needed for other people so when you feel like you run into those moments of resistance and you want to stop or you're wondering whether or not it's resonating to see people show up and say hey you know what this matters to me also it, it, it's. I mean, it. It. I can't. It's hard to explain what what it meant to be in that moment and to see that and to see that response from our Miami community.
0: And because you were you were saying earlier that Miami, obviously, is not known for its spirituality. Let's no, no, say. no, 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 at all, at all. At
1: all. <laughs> it's the
0: easiest way to put yeah, it. Yeah. But compared to other cities, you yeah. felt like it, it's it's kind of it's kind of Miami's time to join that that group. people. Yeah kind yeah. of cities that are more mindful.
1: 100%. I think the frequency of Miami is um, traditionally a little lower um, than other cities around the US, New York, San Francisco. And I think it has a lot to do with the beautiful nature and the culture of which our community is developed. Like It's a very transient to a certain extent. Yeah. So I think that uh, although as a society we're approaching the idea of mindfulness from a much more approachable standpoint, I think Miami yeah. in particular starting to have starting to leave room for people yeah. to be able to not only communicate about it, but also to hold space so that we can enjoy the fruits of meditation and developing a mindfulness practice. I think, I think Miami is ready for it and I think it's something that they're starting to willingly and lovingly create space for
0: yeah. and can you talk about the type of meditations that yeah. you're doing because it's a guided meditation
1: it's a guided meditation and you know there's so many different versions of meditations right um, some meditations have different requirements right some different some meditations require different tools to help you meditate um, Jaffa meditation uses malas um, TM uses mantras guided meditation what we do is we use one of the sensories when i when i feel is the most powerful one which is sound so we bring miami artists um, local artists musicians to come and play and not only do they play for our community but while they're playing for our community i lead them through a guided meditation right and the guided meditation is usually surrounding the idea of every event or every mass meditation that we have, we commit uh, an idea or a concept to that experience. So like, for example, the first one that we had was what takes your breath away. So it created that question and we created activations around helping the community identify it because for a lot of them, it was the first time they were asked that question. So you see people wrestling with that. You know, we created this big board and you're supposed to write on sticky notes, what took your breath away? And then you put it on the sticky board but for a while, you saw people really wrestling to figure out what that was for them. And that elicited a response that we wanted. So on that particular evening, a lot of where I was guiding them to was being able to connect with themselves from a place of awareness and using that as a vehicle to identify not only the practice and the value of meditation, but see what truly does take their breath away. How well do you know yourself? right? Where else could you pour into to find out what drives you? What else can you pour into to find out what lights your spirit up? So different. Events that we have all have different themes. So when I'm taking people through a guided experience, I usually use that as kind of like an anchor as far as where I want to lead them to. And
0: not not to date the podcast because we always yeah. recorded a little bit earlier and no, then post it. But tomorrow night is, yeah. uh, is one of your quiet yeah, clubs, right? right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So tomorrow night, um, uh, tomorrow night marks the first event of 2020 that we're excited. We're so excited about when I initially had planned on making this arm of Breathe Life being the community aspect of creating events for Miami. It was a commitment that I made to my sisters that I would just do three for 2019. Um, It was a lot of work, resources, you know how it is, owning your own business, right? So now you're trying to cultivate all these peoples and energies and setting up photographers and venues. So for me, it was, okay, I told my sisters before they passed I would do three. So 2019 was a beautiful opportunity for me to be able to just pour love into what I envision this movement becoming. And then you find so many different people within the community becoming a part of it. And lo and behold, towards the end of 2019, we got a beautiful sponsor um, from a law firm here in Miami that said, hey, not only do we believe in your work, but we want to help continue to push the message forward. So 2020 is made possible in part because of their support, but also because of our community showing up and being supportive of what we're doing. And one of the things our community communicated was that with our mass meditations being one every quarter, there was a lot of time in between that they felt a loss in connection with our movement and who we are as a company. So what I decided to do based off of that same love and awareness is to create something that can happen consistently. So our quiet clubs, a smaller scale less production um, but just as equally loving just as beautiful opportunity for us to be able to community as a community to be able to come together connect share Um, we're doing a lot of cool things for our quiet club that we may not have the opportunity to do with our mass meditations because of just the sheer size our quiet club targets about 25 to 30 people so we have breakout groups we have mind activation games where people are kind of competing with each other to kind of understand different practices of meditation so we're asking silly questions about mindfulness we're having live again artists we're bringing them in um i think the one that we're doing tomorrow we have a a, a violinist that's going to come and she's going to play acapella and i'm going to lead a meditation through there and we're hosting at a beautiful venue here in coconut grove miami um, it's a beautiful hotel mr c hotel so we're just doing really creative things to kind of keep people engaged on a monthly basis
0: and I, I saw your Instagram video today yeah. that you were talking about that there was kind of two key points, at least in the video, was yeah. the intention and connection. Can you talk more yeah, about yeah, yeah. kinda how you break that down? No,
1: absolutely. So I think and thank you for referencing that. So I think a lot of times when we look at what we want to breathe into each year, you know right? We sit in front of each other and we go through a long list of what we want to manifest and what we want to create. And I think Chances are, because of our sure habits and the fact that we're not often aware of those habits that we have, we end up recreating those same days, the same weeks, and the same years. You end up having the same conversation year in and year out. So I believe that there is a variety of different key points that if you're mindful of, if you set your intention at the beginning of the year, those key points help you stay on the path towards that change that you want, one being intention. How often do we set each day and have an intention, a game plan of what we want to manifest into our day? Usually when we start our day, we're just responding to whatever shows up. If it's someone being unruly to us, then we're pissed off for the rest of the day. If we stub our toe on the door on the way out, then we're pissed off for the rest of the day. If someone cuts us off on the elevator, we're pissed off for the rest of the day. Yeah. So we're never really being not only intentional, but we're not creating our lives. We're responding to them, right? Yeah. So I think intention is a powerful one. And then connection. Connection is a very beautiful, strong point that a lot of times we take for granted. You know, I'm connected to you. And that's just, it's, it's just as clear as it's connect. I'm connected to you. I'm connected to the beautiful gentleman that's here, and that's helping us out put all this together. Our energies are aligned. And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to do this alone. So I think connection is not only a way to help people become more accountable. Use your tribe to hold me accountable to a lot of these things that I want to breathe into my life. With being intentional and having a connection with not only ourselves, but our community, I think those are two of the eight to nine things I think that if you focus on, all the other stuff will take care of itself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In a different light, similar to what you're saying, but I, I would describe it in my kind of train of thought a little mm. bit different in the sense that when I want to manifest something, mm. what I feel like I've not unlocked as a secret, but something that I, I use is that I've learned that if I want something, I focus on how it's going to make me feel. mm and the emotional experience I will have if I get that. Mm-hmm. And I mentally can almost feel it without it happening. Mm-hmm. And if I can make myself feel it, then mm-hmm. I know like, okay, I can have that. 100%. Like one of the things, one of the stories I tell about just my journey of life is mm-hmm. that about five years ago, um, I I wanted to live a life where I could be anywhere at any moment without the worry of money. And I wanted mm-hmm. to feel that. And with the, laptop and a cell phone Mm. I basically traveled the world Mm. um, and built a business and I actually made millions of dollars doing this Mm. but I didn't set out to make millions of dollars Mm. I just wanted to feel the feeling of being anywhere at any moment without the worry of money and that freed me for the rest of my life Like it it was a change point in my life and then on on the tribe thing the podcast as I was telling you how when I went to Dubai, I basically built a tribe of people, using yeah. your terminology, mm-hmm. that by interviewing them and meeting them and sharing their stories, I built a network of people that supported me in Dubai and helped me build a business mm-hmm. by connecting to them and reaching out to them. And I, not, probably, I think it's a little bit different, but when you were saying it, those were the two things that popped in my mind that go, you're saying it this way, but when I'm mm-hmm. experiencing, it, it's like that.
1: You know? e- equally beautiful and impactful. Um, you know, what you're speaking to is the not only the idea, but the actual practice of manifestation, right? I think a lot of times when we set projections or goals for our lives, I think the missing component is that emotional aspect. How will it, how will it feel to be uh, an embodiment of what it, what it is that you're seeking, right? Change those ifs into actually arriving. And when you arrive from that place, you, you lose the desire to obtain them because you come from a place of already having them. And if you truly embody that, from that place of true emotion, from true connection, become the true embodiment of that expression, then I find that the universe usually finds its way of forming things to make sure that it meets you where you are. And I think when you talk about that tribe, one of the most powerful things that I took from you is that it you know, you a lot of the movement and the momentum that you that you garnered came from when you changed your mindset from how can this be of a service to me to how can I be of service to someone else? Yeah, And that's the energy that we're all connected to. That's that loving energy that we're connected to. And then it takes care of everything else. Breathe Life is going to impact millions of people around the world, not because that's my desire. One, I've already seen that. I've already experienced it. So my life will only manifest in that direction. And what's driving me is how I can pour more love into this moment, because I'm pouring more love into you. And by pouring more love into you, it takes care of all the other whys and hows for me. And our ego has the opportunity or it has the tendency of taking the past experiences and projecting them into the future. I need to figure out how it's going to unfold. I need to see how I'm going to impact millions. I need to know exactly what lane in which I'm going to do it so that I have a more clear direction in how I'm going to express now. None of that is required. Yeah, you know. Embody that which you want to express. See it as actually being that. And then everything you do come from a place of love. And how can I be of service? And then everything else takes care of itself, is, is your, your prime example of it, It's funny
0: that you use the word purpose, because I would say when, when I told you I had gone on the spiritual journey in mm-hmm. my 20s, I did uncover that my purpose was to serve people. Mm-hmm. And as I got into my 30s, I struggled on how to start a business. Um, And still be of service to people because my job was I always worked for the owner of the business. Mm -hmm. And I was always in sales, marketing, business development. That was always my strength. That's the thing that I'm the best at. Mm -hmm. So, But I'm better at doing it for other people than I am for myself most times. Mm -hmm. So when I went to start my own business... When I finally decided to start a marketing company, it was like, ah, this is how I can mm-hmm. still fulfill my purpose, mm-hmm. still make money and be good at what I do. Because as a marketing company, what do I do? I help other people promote their business and I figure out how to help them grow. Mm-hmm. And that's my job. Yeah. And I'm fulfilling my purpose. Yeah. I'm surviving off of this and I'm good at it. You right, know? Right. But it took from finding it at 21 and not till 34 mm-hmm. did it click and go up. This is how it works. Yeah. This is how I can do this. Absolutely. <laughs> this Absolutely. is how I can do all at the same time. But it, it is it did come down to, to serving people. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you, you said that because it really is that's that's my purpose in life for sure.
1: There you go. Um there you go. The
0: thing you said and you've said quite a few times is the word impact. Yes. And I, I kind of wanted to have you talk about just how you define the success, because it's mostly centered around the impact that you're having, mm-hmm. right?
1: Absolutely. You know, I think impact is one of the things that fuels me the most because I think when you look at the statistics and the facts of human society, I think a lot of times most of us are walking around um, not really choosing the life that we're leading, not being conscious and awakened to how not only the life that we're kind of becoming repetitive about, but how we're impacting, how we could potentially impact the people within our proximity, right? How one hello can change the entire outcome of someone's day. So I think. For me, what I would, what I, what I envision Breathe Life being is not only a vehicle to try to bring in and breathe more love and more light into someone's connection while we're connecting with that person, but hopefully, I'm hoping that it, I hope it creates the setting and the stage to be able to uncover what's special about and unique about that one individual, so that that person can uncover all the potentialities for their lives so that they can have the impact that they desire. It's less about wanting to arrive at a place where I feel like we're having just all this impact around the world. I think that if we come from a place of love and our direction and our desire is to help you see what you have within yourself and how that can be used to impact others, then we'll kind of manifest naturally that which we're looking to create. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Is it, this is a pretty good episode so far. Is there anything that you specifically want to mention that maybe we didn't cover so far?
1: You know what I think, well, thank you for leaving room for that. You know, I think a lot of times in my, experience, you know, being, you know, being a coach and working on different expressions of mindfulness and then having these mass meditation movements and quiet clubs, you know, I think what I would encourage anyone listening is that meditation doesn't have to look one way. I think a lot of times we feel like meditation has to be in lotus poles on top of Mount Kilimanjaro, And meditation is anything that you get so immersed in the expression of what you're doing that you forget to check Instagram. You forget what comes next. You're in that present moment. For some people, it's going on a long walk with friends. Other people, it's a beautiful conversation, meaningful conversation, such like the one we're having. For some, it's a long run, doing dishes, writing, reading. So if there's anything that I would want to breathe awareness to is that if you're listening to this somewhere and you're you're trying to wrap your head around what kind of meditation makes the most sense for you, just start where you are. We all have those things in our lives that we become so loved and so engulfed in that expression of doing it that we lose track of time. And the more we do that, seek out what those areas are in your life, find out what those things are, and that'll drive you to the practice of mindfulness and then you arrive at a place, if it is to be on, 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 on the top of a mountain in lowest pose, then so be it. But for a lot of us, it's just being able to leave space for the idea of mindfulness. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the idea of arriving at a place of meditation that it takes away from that.
0: You want to shout out your Instagram where people can find you if they want to follow you? If yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
1: thank you for the shout out. Um, so <laughs> our tribe is uh, the Breathe Life Tribe. Um, and thebrieflifetrade.com is our website. So if you want to check us out, um, you can also search us under Oye Brief. We're in Miami, so Oye is everything. My personal Instagram is Fahim Mujahid, Fahim A Mujahid, F A H E E M A M U J A H I D. And yeah, we're we're uh, most of our information will always be online. So I would probably search or have everyone kind of funnel through there. And even if you can't attend any of our events, just continue to. Send us as much love and as light as possible wherever you are. If you're at home and you're meditating, think about breathe life. You know, because it takes a community. It takes us all to be able to develop and, and help this manifest to what I envision and what I think we, could as a community we envision is becoming.
0: Awesome. That was a great episode. Thank you.
1: No, no, no. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> appreciate nice. it. All right.